All right, welcome everybody to a special edition episode. Today we're joined by BJ from Action Network. He's our betting expert, seeing as mainly on this show, you got a bunch of jackasses who don't know actually how to bet, who kind of just throw money at the wall and see if it sticks. Uh, I've actually been hot. I've been on on something, BJ, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But <laughs> BJ is our betting expert from Action Network. Uh, he is here to enlighten us on the actual real way to bet on things and not just the way Chandler's been doing his greasy parlays. But uh, how you doing, BJ? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, like I said, I've been been hot, so can't be really too yeah, sad go, right go now. Che- go check his action out after uh, after tonight. <laughs> Your beautiful whale pick of the pod are just getting their ass slaughtered right now. <laughs> what was so the pick? What was the pick again? I, the Padres money line, and they're just getting fisted. <laughs> I, think I, have, I think I have the Brewers, so I think I'm happy about that. Yeah, I've been, I've been messing with the units a lot, and I, I guess that may not be... Chandler thinks that it's a little bit skewed and misleading it is skewed if you lose 40 in a row and do a 50 unit pick and it hits you're like people are like damn this guy's good i mean but if i'm hitting them that's the reason of the whale play i do the whale play to to, because i feel confident about it so enough about me no what's your question (laughs) so my big question i you know i have no stats to back it up per usual my favorite saying but to me it seems like this year i can't hit a fucking over to save my life are the overs in baseball historically bad, or do I just suck? <laughs> uh, well, not necessarily. I mean, to start the season, we all thought that, you know, overs were going to hit at a high rate basically just because, you know, we all thought that the balls were being tampered with and we saw so much scoring last year. But obviously that's not been the case so far this year. And the odds makers, they're really good at their jobs because the under is hitting at, you know, at about a 50% rate so far. So, I think what you're seeing a lot of now is totals being set around seven and a half, seven, six and a half, those type when you get two good pitchers on the mound. Like, for example, tonight with Brandon Woodruff and uh, Blake Snell, I think that total was at, you know, seven or six and a half. So the odds makers have really shifted to basically, you know, the low scoring games. So you might get a chance later in the season if the totals keep going lower and lower, you might be able to, you know, hit some of those overs. Yeah, it's getting really fucking old. I took the uh, the Mets <laughs> over today at six and a half, and I'm about to lose that too. Six and a half. Yeah, I, I know. I've you know. never hit an over under. I don't think, <laughs> or at least when I can remember in recent history, except for the Yankees one we did the other day. Whenever I take over unders, I just feel like I with with picking a team or a run line or something. I actually feel like I know the pick. I I pick the team when it's an over under. I know you could do it based on you know who's pitching and all that stuff. I just feel like it's more of a a shot in the dark at that point. And with the numbers you said, I don't know if you mentioned that on the air yet or off the air the over under has been basically split even right so that's it's exactly that it's a shot in the dark i mean i'm not gonna put my money behind the over unders obviously chandler is and he stinks so don't follow his picks but yeah that's just something i always prefer well, to pick the money line or or something maybe even a prop a big prop to those over unders that 50 percent. how does that uh, this might be you know hey damon <laughs> so how does that 50 percent compare to normal like in in say twenty nineteen in a full season of over unders, is it hitting at about that same fifty percent clip or Yeah, I mean pretty much any season you're gonna be somewhere around that, you know, fifty percent mark. Probably like why that. odds and makers really, have jobs, huh? Yeah, exactly. And then when you add the juice in, you know, 
uh, minus 110, the implied odds, and that are about 50, around 52.3%. So if you're only hitting unders at 50% and you're adding the juice onto that, then, you know, you're not making any money. You're fucked. So, um, <laughs> I suck. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's how they're making their money pretty much. So we can't beat the system is what you're saying. We've tried. Oh, well, you can't. Yet. Not yet. System. Um, I mean, if I, I mean, I'll plug my uh, the Action Network app. If you have the uh, the pro report, we have uh, one of our other colleagues, Sean Zarillo, has his projections on there, uh, and those have historically had a great uh, ROI over the years. So, um, you know, if you're in the app and you can see those, you know, you get to see exactly what uh, lines we project out every single day, over unders, everything. So. Uh, you can use those, and it can really help you out to steadily make some money. And the big thing about betting baseball in general is it's just a grind. It's just an everyday grind. So you can't get so down after you know one bad week or even one bad month because there's just so many games to bet on throughout the year. So, uh, yeah, That's a good I point. love your guys' sharp report that you do. I think it's a, it's really mm-hmm. heavy during college football season, but the sharp yep. report's nice. Yep, that is a very helpful tool for everybody out there to just know who you know. Who the the sharps are actually playing? Yeah, I would just for everybody out there, you would not consider the uh, the three of us that are the normal host sharps. We are <laughs> we we, no. we are square betters. No, we're not sharps. And something that I thought was interesting that you brought up the actual tool that could help people is that it we've tried. We're big baseball fans. We've been betting since college and a little bit before that because we were degenerates. But once we actually found our own money and we started betting that that money, we me and our friends. Mm-hmm. We used to sit in the lab and concoct and try and figure out ways to game and beat the system, and there is none. I'll, I'll be the way, well, unless you use this, which is proven to work, but we haven't found one personally, so we will be using this going forward. We just have tried everything under the sun. What have we tried? We've tried picking just the underdogs in big percent of the time, so we've been I've trying to work unders. that. That didn't work. It only it works like you said. I think you said it perfectly, BJ if you stick it out and you you do it and play by the numbers because they'll eventually come back to the means and, and be what the numbers end up being at the end of the day. But you do get down on yourself and it's tough tough to, to stick around. And if you lose a month's worth of underdogs, you're like, yeah, is it really going to work? And it usually does. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, I'll tell what... you guys a funny story. Cause I'll tell you guys a quick funny story. Because uh, I went through the exact same thing you guys went through throughout all these years and everything like whether it's back in college or when I just got out of college and everything like that. And I'll give everybody, anybody who actually is like interested in the actual numbers and figuring out projection models or anything that, that I read a book called trading bases about this wall street guy who got in a horrific car accident and couldn't go work on wall street. So he used those, his tools that he learned on wall street and applied it to betting baseball and created these projection models too essentially beat Vegas, you know, day in and day out. And just over time was, was very profitable made enough money to actually not work on wall street anymore. So if anybody's actually like really curious about that kind of stuff, and it's something that I've actually built my own projection model off, off of is, you know, stuff that I learned in that book. So if anybody's actually curious about that trading base is a very interesting book to read. That's sick. That sounds awesome. I will definitely be picking up that book. Can I just get it on anywhere, Amazon, whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, I think you can get on it. Sure, I'm going to order it right now. exclusive book. I'm going to order it right now. You have to like, travel to a specific library. Yeah, to get I don't know. I get my library card out. <laughs> New York Public Library. Funny, I've, been, I've been through the exact same thing that you guys said, You know, just trying so many different things over mm-hmm. the years and everything like that. And one day I kind of just sat down and I, was, I just I got so curious and was like, 
how do they set the lines? Like, how do they set it at minus 150? Why is it minus 150? I just got kind of curious about that kind of stuff. And it kind of honestly is what the curiosity is what led me to That's where cool. I am now, I guess. So That's sick. Yeah. Um, you got some, you got some picks in. for us for tomorrow? I do. I have got two picks here. Um, first one is Indians Tigers. So it's Aaron Sivali versus Tariq Scoble. So this is a great matchup for the Indians because Sivali's actually been pitching pretty well lately. He's got 3.85 XERA so far this season. I mean, his main three pitches are fastball, cutter, and curveball, and all of them have been really effective because opponents are hitting 220 uh, under 220 against them. And those are three pitches that the Tigers really struggle against. They're 27th against fastballs, they're dead last against cutters, and they're 26th against curveballs. And his opponent, you know, Tariq Skubal, um, he's just been getting shelled. He's got ERA well over six, and he's already given up 12 homers, uh, only, only 38 innings so far. And on top of all that, the Tigers have the worst bullpen in baseball by any metric you look at, and the Indians are in the top 10. So I think the Indians are minus 140 right now, and I think they should be projected around, I think, like minus 185. So I think you're getting really good value there on the Indians. And then the next one is actually probably one of the biggest games of the night, the Dodgers, the Astros, Kershaw versus Grinky. Now, a natural inclination when you see those two guys is, you know, take the under because historically those are two of the best pitchers of the last decade. But the split matchup for both pitchers is really bad because the Astros are – they have the best uh, batting average against lefties and their top three and weighted on base average and weighted runs created plus uh, against lefties. And on the flip side, the Dodgers are by far the best lineup against right-handers. They have a 358 weighted on base average, which is way clear of anybody else in baseball. So it's just a horrible matchup for both Kershaw and Greenkey. So I think over eight runs is um, and the under, those will be my two picks for tomorrow. I mean, those definitely sound like good picks. I mean, you convinced me. <laughs> I will even go a step further on the Indians. I think I'm the coldest Indians better alive. They like to fuck it away just for me. So I will stay away from that just for all of our people. You're welcome. No, no, no. Come on. Take it. No, you don't want that. He's the jinx. Oh, you don't want me to be on there. I am a walking ball of bad luck. He's a jinx. There will be. Oh, we, we have. Uh, I believe you. I think, I think we can break that. We have Chandler's greasy parlays that were supposedly hitting like nonstop until we they started. They were to you every day. Until yeah, they was, were public. And until they were, were putting public. it out there. Now they never hit. I actually <laughs> no, had to take the reins on the on the greasy parlay last time, and mine almost hit if the White Sox didn't shit the bed at the end yeah, there. Yeah, almost, huh? That's that's the key that every good game It was a four-team, yeah. though. If only, if only I had hit the seventh team in my 27-football parlay, I would have been rich. <laughs> Yeah. I like that you took a deep dive into the numbers, though. The, the, what really sold me was that you went into the cutters and the actual pitch mixes and them hitting against that. That's awesome. I think that is something that will that'll play. That'll play, as they say. In the, That's in the, the extra big, step. The That's the extra step. Yeah. The, the biggest thing is, like, the first step is taking a look at those splits. So how they hit versus lefties versus righties is a big thing. So, uh, you know, if you, you know, fan graphs is a, is a wonderful tool mm-hmm. for that. That has everything that you need right there. So, um but yeah, I I do I do get kind of interested looking at you know picks pitch mixes and everything like that because I do think it is important if you know teams do struggle versus certain pitches and you know pitchers heavily utilize those pitches so I do think it is kind of important. I love looking at that too. I, actually, we were making fun of my my whale plays that I've been making the ones that are apparently skewing my action network because I'm up like forty units and Chandler likes to think <laughs> he doesn't want me to be the guy who's the best gambler on the pod and I just am so I. Maybe not have tonight. I'm projected to be down 96 units today, 
because I put I put. Oh wow! That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It skews it both ways. I didn't, I'm not actually putting the money down in that quantity, but I was trying to be the best mm-hmm. action network gambler on right. the podcast for bragging rights, and I think it may bite me in the ass. But one thing I have been doing too is just a lot of it to do with the pitcher that's on the mound. So I've been fading Luis Castillo hard because he sucks. He's on my fantasy <laughs> team, and I think he's one of those guys too. That's an interesting thing because. He's got the name, so I'm not sure if the line has quite caught up with him yet, and he's just continuing. And I feel like Vegas is betting that he'll turn it around sooner or later, and he's just not. <laughs> so I've been fading him right. until proven otherwise. You know, an interesting bet, if you guys are interested in something like that, you know, if you want to go against like a certain starting pitcher, I don't know if you guys do first five inning bets. That's what I did. Um, you can just bet for some, yeah, exactly. So if, you know, like tonight, I don't think it, I think it's uh, pushing, but like I took the Orioles first five innings against the Twins because I wanted to avoid Baltimore's bullpen with John Means on the mound. Yeah. Uh, but that's, you know, for people out there, that's a fantastic way, you know, for if you want to just bet against essentially a starting pitcher, is just do it for the first five innings and just take the bullpens uh, completely out of the Yeah. Game. And specifically, Luis Castillo has not been going past five innings. So it's exactly, yep. that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what it takes. That is the DeGrom special right there. Well, DeGrom goes nine. Yep. But yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the starting pitcher bet. It doesn't matter if he goes yep. eight and a third, the bullpen will come in and fuck it away. So that's why I'm calling it the DeGrom special. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll be doing. All right. So we got on the docket else? for today. That's it. No more questions. Anyway, <laughs> no more questions. Um, appreciate you hopping on as always, BJ. Um, we'll see you next time. And uh, where? what's your what's your action uh, profile? Yeah, I'm about to follow uh, you right just, now. It's uh, just BJ Cunningham. At BJ Cunningham. BJ Cunningham. You just got a follower, BJ. I'm going to follow that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after hearing that the cutter stuff and the pitch mix, I am sold on you as a person. So, congrats, All right. BJ. You got, <laughs> you got three more followers here. And then everyone else listening wanted to uh, follow us just because we're fun. Um, I'm at 161 Damon. We got at 161 Bing. And then at 161 Luke. Be it nice and easy for you guys. Just do a quick little search and then follow, follow, follow. Jesus, BJ, you're pretty good at ga- this whole gambling thing, huh? I'm yeah, on your action right now. For a living. Jesus, I, yeah, when I said I was up 40 units, that's okay, Chandler. I'm with you a little bit now. So there, it's a little bit skewed because he's constantly winning. And yeah, no, you're you're better than I am. And follow BJ, <laughs> <laughs> dude. If you're betting baseball correctly, you should never have like a 60 unit day. Whatever. That'll do it for this episode. Chandler, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Tune in, download the action network app, and we'll be bringing these guys back on to help you guys make some money. Peace. All the guys at 161st street. I just have two words for you. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>